HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Barryville is a hamlet in rural America, part of the upper Delaware River Valley in the western Catskills, but it could be anywhere. Barryville is the climax of civilization. Yeah, the Trump flags are flying, even as gay bikers are rolling through town. This is a hot take on rural America. And whether you're new to rural living, if you've ever been bullied or beaten up in the country, or live in the city and just dream of getting away, this show is for you. Everything's better in Barryville. Everybody's talking And we are back. Can you dig it, man? That music ho, sounds ho, ho. better than ever. Wow. I haven't actually heard that song for a while. It's a, it's a good tune. Oh, come tune. on. You, you, don't, you don't listen to it every night before you go to sleep? No, sleep? that's a good tune, man. Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I listen to the punk rock version. <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, you know, just can't help myself. But, Johnny, the season is upon us, and I'm feeling ho, great. Ho, ho. Uh, it's been an amazing uh, year here in Barryville. Uh, it really has. In the town of Highland, is seen so much festivity and light and excitement. The vibe is strong. The needle is pointing in the right direction. That's correct. Uh, and, of course, we just got back from our tree lighting, the annual Barryville tree lighting, which was a gas, gas, gas. I, uh, I have to tell you, I feel so lucky uh, that we have so much joy in our town, you know, going from the Eldred, you know, first we started Saturday off with like the Holiday Market, which was a benefit for our friend Ivy's uh, charity, which was incredible, you know, to celebrate World AIDS Day. And then uh, we um, we then went on to the Eldred tree lighting, which was just joyful and incredible and just they completely outdid their, themselves this season. And then onto the Berryville tree lighting, which was beautiful. And Colin, who, you know, brought this amazing art to in choreography to um, the town during the pandemic uh, with our friend Ronnie, he, he created this thing called the the FET um, Arts. And they did uh, dance performances at Forestburg Playhouse and over at um, DVAA in Narrowsburg. And it was he, he always brings the joy. That plus Aaron West, plus you, plus Jeremy, plus Pastor Dave. What a what a time! It was an embarrassment of riches. It's it was in, it's it's insane. Abundance. It's in abundance. It's crazy. Since I moved here, every day I wake up, I look out my front door at the woods and the sky and the garden, and I and I and I'm so grateful for all of this. It's just an amazing 
blessing. All of it, and it really does come to a very fine point at the, at the tree lighting when we're all together. The whole town's there, um, almost the whole town. <laughs> well, yeah, um, and it really felt like something this year. It felt like you know there was I think double the crowd size from last year, and it, and it just really felt like everybody was on the same page of like joy and and celebration. Well, it's easy. It's it's come together. One love, baby. That's it. That's right. That's it. Which I'm pushing to be a, to be become a Christmas classic. I'm trying to get away. We'll talk about it later. From <laughs> from the holly jolly Christmas. Uh, there are songs, songs that are easier on the ear than. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, but there are songs to me that are that are of the season. Songs about peace. Songs about love. Songs about togetherness that aren't necessarily you know so on the nose. You know, Christmas that I might have heard in a shopping mall in 1956. One but- of my favorite Christmas songs, like what you and I have been talking about, is War's Over. I mean, that is like just such an amazing classic. Never more apropos an anti war song than right now. And that is part That's of the right. sad part of the season of what's we going on. We seem to have on. our own little war in town in, in, as well. <laughs> uh, well, you, you know, that that's that's its own tragedy. And it's a little, you know, uh, I hate to say it's a tempest in a teapot, but pe- people get hurt. Yeah. You know, um, in these local battles. Uh, we're going to talk about that later. Um, and But we are going to, why don't we just dedicate the show to peace and love all through the world. I love that. And, and we are here to celebrate and love and hug. And, um, and uh, here we go. And here we go. We've got some of the best of the best. We're going to be back with Frank and Lou Monteleone, who are responsible for the, Monteleone. For the astonishing Monteleone. light show in Eldred, which, of course, is, you know, we talk about everything being better in Barryville, but a reminder to our friends who are far, cast far from Sullivan County that uh, we live in the town of Highland. Barryville is just one hamlet among five, and Eldred uh, being one of the others. And that's kind of of our Times Square here, and we're going to celebrate our friends Frank and Lou, and then we're going to be back with Colin and Aaron, uh, superstars, local superstars, who really lit up our tree in every possible way. All right, I cannot wait. Uh, so we're coming back with uh, Frank and Lou, and of course Colin and Aaron, more about the tree, more about peace and love, and big, big news about John Pizzolatto and our recent election right after this. Wow, John, we're back. That's right. Ho, ho, ho. We are back. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Tis the season. And thank you for stiffening up my eggnog. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it was just a floater, but I guess it was uh, a little well, tougher than that. One one man's floater. I, I <laughs> suppose, yeah. This is another man's all-night party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I'm really excited about our next guests. They are the famous brothers of Eldred. Uh, they have occupied three out of the four corners of Eldred with the hydroponic farm. A delicious pizza piazza and a corner store where you can get just about anything you need from ice cream to um, more fuel for your eggnog. I give you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the Monteleone brothers, Lou and Frank Monteleone. Welcome, welcome. Thanks, guys. Good being here. This is great. You guys, to me, are, are really at the very beating heart of the town of Highland, right? The corners, the four corners. How many how many full traffic lights do we have in Highland? Two, right? That actually, the two blinking lights and two full traffic lights, right? Yes, that is correct. So, uh, but where your traffic light, that's the light. That's the four corners. That's the Times Square. That's the action. That's really, I, I mean, it's our Broadway. Well, it's our, ta- <laughs> it's our town seat, and you guys, like, really do everything in your power of, um, of holiday cheer and ownership to make to make it proud and sparkle and shine. And so thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. So listen, I know it takes a lot of vision to say, hey, one day I'm going to build a hydroponic farm in the center of town. But how did how did that dream start? How did that how did that um, come into fruition, Frank? Uh, well, I um, I do mechanical stuff and um, I'm a controls guy and I just figure I apply it to 
something something green and healthy and i came up with this this idea if if i wanted to do or if we wanted to do produce for a business i probably wouldn't have done it the way we've done it um it's kind of a nice showpiece. Uh, we use it for educational purposes. We've had the homestead school come in, and people people like it. It's something different, and and I enjoy it. I enjoyed building it and thinking of it, and um, it adds to the town. Yeah, and it's like a three sixty because it fuels you know the the pizza business, right? You guys are. I hope. I, I think you are probably yes. making the sauce from the tomatoes that you're. We use the tomatoes. We use the basil. We use all the all the fresh stuff there. That's Absolutely. So, it's amazing. For those who can't visualize this, I mean, it is a very, very beautiful facility. If you go inside, it's like NASA. It is so clean. The tech is so high. And But ultimately, I'm getting great leafy greens during the winter. So you're keeping me alive. So yeah. thank you. For yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> how, how, what was the learning curve on hydroponic farming? Like, what, how did you come about it? Like, and who did you talk to to prepare for it? Or did well, you just I, all self-taught? It, it's really, it's it looks like, rocket science but it's not um you know all the all the pieces and parts that make it happen i i do and i'm I'm, i've I've been doing it my whole entire life my entire career um and i just applied it to growing stuff and you know when you know in the beginning you know i've I've gotten some feedback and and it was like oh nobody can grow tomatoes in sullivan county in the middle of winter well a couple of years ago, it was it was sweet to grab a, a pound and a quarter tomato as I knocked the slush off my shoes going into the greenhouse <laughs> and enjoying that for lunch. So it, it is a success, and it is nice. People do like coming in from the cold in the middle of winter and actually getting vine-ripened tomatoes and all our fresh greens and everything in, in the middle of winter in Sullivan County. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and and when I first moved to town, you guys had uh, erected like a community garden, like this, like 2004, 2005. I remember my friend's kids had like a little plot and they were growing vegetables. So this is like a the 2.0 extension of a community <laughs> right. garden, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 And, and so did you guys grow up tossing pizzas or what? Like, how did you get to know the pizza business? Because you guys have the best crust. It's like rivals any New York City pie. And it's amazing. Do you Do you see what I look like? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of trial and error. All right. That's, that's, that's how it works. It's a way to be. <laughs> well, you know what I always say? Pizza is, is so simple because it's only three ingredients. Right. And yet... There is so much bad pizza right. in the world, yeah. right? Just like the blues, Johnny, right? People think it's simple. There's so many, there's so few ingredients. So true. And yet so many people can't get it right. But you guys have nailed it. And I, I do love the pizza, but I, I guess I won't tell you, the hydroponic business, it's so progressive and it's so sustainable and it's green and it's keeping people healthy. It's exactly the kind of thing that makes me so proud of our town. Listen, I'm going to back it up, though, for one second. You can dog on Chicago pizza because I think Deep Dish is trash, but you cannot. <laughs> You can't dog on Chicago Blues. Your problem is Chicago. The problem with Chicago Blues is it's no longer the Chicago Blues. It's become like rock music, you know. So when I when I made that dig earlier, which seems to be very misunderstood, oh, in my I'm note, so I'm sorry, my sardonic <laughs> my sardonic tone was clearly missed by the punters. Uh, you know what it's become is like exercising guitar solos, and that's not what I'm into. All right. Okay. Okay. To me, to me, a good blues song is two minutes and forty seconds long. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Point well received. Um, yeah. So uh, and also you guys have taken it to the next level so that corner is like the sort of beacon of technology in the center of, of Eldred you guys also put in charging stations correct 
Yes. We how, put it in charging stations. That's great. How many how many stations uh, are there? We have um, four four charging stations, 10,000 kW. And um, it was, you know, once again, the, the, when I was putting them in, the, the, the response was, oh, you're never going to make any money on that. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. But it was more of an investment in the community. It's... You know, it's like going to a gas station when they're closed, but you need five PSI in your tire to get you home. Well, you know, you appreciate that the guy to put the compressor out that you can actually get that at any time. Well, these chargers, if somebody's in a pinch and they need to charge, it, they're available. And there's there's four of them there. And you guys that leave, uh, you know, lots of activities for people to uh, to to spend their time, you know, while their cars are charging. They can go get ice cream. They can go buy some booze. They can uh, <laughs> go buy vegetables. A pizza, Johnny, a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, you guys are the unofficial um, North Pole also of town. Uh, you guys started with Santa <clears throat> Express. Uh, and now it's erupted into a legendary light show that rivals Bethel Woods or anywhere else on the planet. So how did that come about this year? I mean, that is really something. Uh, well, last year, um, right, we were talking about it. We were just, um, you know, we just I, I wanted to do some decorations, believe it or not, um, after I improved the, the corner, the retaining wall and uh, that section of our property. I'm like, oh, I should get some 12 volt. Christmas lights because all the low voltage lighting was 12 volt and I came across these pixel lights and I'm like wow these are pretty neat too well needless to say it ended up like it is now so it, it started off with just looking for some low voltage Christmas lights and it got me thinking like wow this is pretty neat stuff and um, you know you build your own props you can put your own vision uh, a lot of the props are 3D printed which I really do enjoy and Last year we did a small taste, and this year we did a little bit larger taste, and next year we've already been planning for it. So, I love it. Was Christmas like the biggest deal in your in your house growing up? I mean, you guys seem to really like cherish the season. Yeah, yeah. We're you know we have there's seven kids in our family. All right. So um, it was it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. it was a big deal. It's a, there's nothing like it. Like you know, I was watching all the kids last night at the um, at the tree lighting in Eldred and. There's nothing like the joy on like a, I don't know, like three to seven year old's face of like, you know, really taking in the Christmas, all the mystery, all the magic. It's so exciting. Small town Christmas really is the best. Yeah. I mean, you guys are the ultimate town, small town experience, though, too. I mean, all the kids walk from school, come get ice cream, you know, buy a hot dog at the end of the day. It's, it's yeah, and really you know, special. This, this time of year, it's um, it's good to give, you know, give back. And, and that, that's been the whole premise for the last from when Santa Express was created 20 years ago, whatever it was, we did it. We used to go all over the county and, and spread cheer, especially in the um, uh, less fortunate areas where kids have to pay, you know, to pay $35 to take a picture with Santa. And that was back then. Uh, that, to me, was, was ludicrous, you know. So um, we came up with an idea to, to spread some Christmas cheer around. And, and now it just got to the point where the Santa Express can't, you know, can't function that way anymore with the times and everything. Uh, so we just do it now down in Eldred and, and uh, the turnout last night was incredible I just want to thank everybody that came out the volunteers uh, all that you, you couldn't ask for a better better community thing you had some pretty amazing uh, Santa helper elves out there we had Margie Granisi from the yeah. Food Pantry yeah. oh here. my god Margie yeah. looked amazing I mean, they, they were night. living their best life <laughs> yeah, and they, uh, <laughs> that was their first time that they were helping and I think she was 
I think she was blown away. Oh, they're by, hooked. They're hooked. By, <laughs> oh, I, saw, I saw Margie afterwards, and she had stars in her eyes. Yeah, and yeah. And, and all over her shirt and pants. As well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was she was excited. But you guys yeah. don't just limit the giving season to just the holiday season. You, you tell us a little bit more about St. Baldrick's because uh, I've watched many of your friend go bald this uh, around March. Yeah. Um, that started when I was I was with Thunder 102 for five years or so as a volunteer on air person. And one one day I'll never forget it. Uh, this this lady came in and um, we had to do a promo on an event she was doing at the Liberty High School, I believe it was, um, and it was about ch- uh, childhood cancer. And and from that moment on, it just for some reason it just stuck with me. Like this is. This is unacceptable. And if there's any way I can get involved in, and I never heard of it. That was a fair, St. Paul's has been around, I, I think it's, uh, I think I got on board about two years after it started. Uh, and to see people shaving their heads um, in solidarity for kids with cancer and raising all this money, I was like, I would have never thought that people would go ahead and do it. And I was pleasantly surprised at, at, at the, um, the outpouring of support on it. And we've been doing it now for like 15 years. I think we've raised over a couple hundred thousand dollars. So, you know, for a small town, every September, same weekend, you know, that's what we decoded to. And uh, it's, it's just um, it's a hard one. And it, and it kind of ties into the whole Christmas thing. Because when you see those children believing and, and having fun and Santa and the elves and everything else, and then there's those other ones that are in the hospital that, that can't do that right now undergoing treatment and all that. I think that was the, the drive that I had to, to uh, change that and get those kids out of the hospital and be able to experience the, the magic that we, that we do otherwise. So. No, it, it was, it's incredible. And, I mean, it touched a local family's life. I, I remember the Team Izzy yes. kind of rally yep. that you guys yep. uh, really initiated um, yep. for a local girl that was struck with childhood cancer. So it, it, really beautiful stuff. I mean, you guys really are the heart and soul of Elder. And that's and that's Christmas, and that's what a small town is. I mean, this town has always, I think, been very good about being generous and taking care of our neighbors. Uh, it really is the true Christian heart. I've always said, John, is just kindness and charity. You know, all the, light, all the lights are amazing. I mean, the lights are right, fantastic. Right. I'm into the lights. I'm into the present. Uh, I'm going to get another eggnog. But really, <laughs> this is what it's about. And you guys... As much as anyone I've ever met exemplifies what I always say about living here or just actually being a citizen on the earth is knowing that you're part of something bigger than yourselves. Right, absolutely. And, and it's, it's humbling and, and, and it's a beautiful thing to you know, be around people who get that. And, and our, biggest, our biggest thing was we were trying, uh, you know, we didn't want to put a commercialized uh, tag to it, you know, uh, sponsorships or this or that. We were trying to keep it as true. To the man. And that was the whole thing with the Santa Express. There was, you know, there was no corporate advertising on it. There was no. It was. We we're trying to keep it where we came into town, and and everybody just it was a, the magic for an hour or so. It's a, it, Mike, I have to tell you, it was one of the most incredible things when I first moved up here. I come. I hear a faint uh, George Michael last Christmas coming down the road. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, you know, because we have a weird echo chamber up on the hill where I'm at. And I, I, I walked down our driveway and we're like, where is that coming from? And Santa Express had parked right outside of Reavers. <laughs> right. And we, <laughs> all my neighbors just yeah. poured out of their house. Right. And pretty soon it was a dance party in the middle, <laughs> middle of winter. Well, it's it a dance great. party wherever you go, John. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. you are a walking dance party. Uh, before we go, what is next for you guys? It seems like it's ever expanding. I mean, whether the light. Or the or the garden or and everything else in that corner. The pizza, almost, almost everything else in that corner. Ice cream. Keeps to be getting prettier and prettier. You <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't help himself. <laughs> yeah, what, well, what's what the next for you guys? Uh, I mean, we're, we're tossing a few things around, um, but a lot of times this stuff. 
you know, la- last year's Christmas show was um, a couple of weeks before Halloween. And when I actually mentioned it to my wife, I said, oh, this would be something, something kind of neat to work on for next Christmas. And I believe she said something like, well, you have like a month or so. So that was, that was, I'm like, oh, okay. And um, we hustled. We, um, last year's Christmas show was approximately 12,000 lights. And um, that was a lot to do, but we got that done. And this year we're up to 23,513. Four months. Wow, 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 wow. So, like seeing yes in 1978. Yeah. So, we, so it's, um, yeah, it's fun. Okay. You know, and behind it, it, every uh, good set of brothers are an amazing set of uh, wives and spouses. So yeah. Phyllis and June also are the heart Absolutely. and soul of Elder. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. It was, I, it was definitely a family of all the, the entire family, family uh, participated. Push pixing parties. Yeah. There, was, there was an incredible family vibe when you get down to the corner and uh, shop from store to store, from pizza to broccoli rob to ice cream to, <laughs> to a firewood bottle, to a bottle yeah. of uh, you know, <laughs> stiffening up juice for my eggnog. That's right. Um, it's definitely a family affair. Well, it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys came down. Yeah, thanks guys for coming down truly, to Mike's man cave. It's <laughs> not a man cave, dude. <laughs> stop putting aside. Stop calling it that. There, actually, yeah, been, I guess you're right. Little Richard Sarah yeah, over here. Well, he's so he's not a man. No, he's a great. Man, what are you talking about? One of the greatest. But there have been more women in this room as in terms of guests and musicians who come here to play because it works as my music studio as well. There's been predominantly, it's for whatever reason, the people I like playing with uh, are all women. Our friends, Basic Bitches, Rebecca, who plays the drums in my rocket train band sometimes. Uh, not a man cave. Hey, if you want to watch the big game, uh, you, you know, go somewhere else. Yeah, there's this no is TV. Not <laughs> go down to the Piazza. <laughs> no, there's no TV in here. May through design. October. I'm going to have some, some memories after I leave here, though. That's for sure. <laughs> Well, you, but listen, you guys are welcome back anytime, and thank you for all. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank really. you, and happy, happy, happy Christmas and New Year's to everybody. All right, it's going to say everything's better in Barryville, but everything's better in Eldridge today. <laughs> That's right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Everything's Better in Barryville Christmas special. Now back to Mike and Johnny. I'm freaking out. I can't believe the cool, calm, collected John Pizzolatto is freaking out. No, what a day. What a day. I mean, <laughs> come on. We started off with the Monteleones and now these two. And the, the Monteleones are amazing. I loved, of course, uh, as it is, after we got off the radio and a very community-based conversation we had, the real truth came out talking about giant neon Elvises coming out of the grave, UFOs landing at the Eulen ball field. And we were just discussing the St. <laughs> Patrick's Day Parade. So, like, you guys know that they do everything 100%, and, and of course, they did St. Patrick's Day Small town living really is... I love it here. It's so weird. Uh, But I'll tell you what isn't weird. It's it's amazingly not weird. It was last night's Sparrowville Christmas tree lighting, which is everything like I idealize in a small town. Very country Christmas. It it, it was a country Christmas, and I had a great time. And like I say, you could play... It's my favorite gig. I love playing in my backyard. You can play all over the world. But there is nothing, nothing better than when you go to PAX, the supermarket, the next day, and someone recognizes you and says, hey, that was really cool. I had a great time. That makes... Every, everything worthwhile. Everything. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, if you keep pushing the chamber with your rider every year, I don't know if I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. But these two are so exciting. We have, we have the star of Stage and Screen. 
uh, Aaron West, who's also one of our partners at the Berryville Farmers Market. She basically runs the whole show. We have Colin Cunliffe, who is a wonderful, wonderful performer who we just saw in Paper Mill Playhouse's production of The Great Gatsby. And now he's coming to Broadway in a mysterious show we cannot mention, which I'm so excited about. But ladies and gentlemen, I give you Aaron West and Colin Cunliffe. Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. So wait, this is a musical of The Great Gatsby, I understand? Correct. They, um, uh, it just got released into public domain. So now everyone's oh. trying to do these But this was the one. Gatsby. This was the one. This I mean, is it's... one of them. And it was, I, I, I loved it. I just thought it was beautiful. I, I, I love the book, The Great Gatsby. And you just recently saw uh, the Bos Berman uh Great Gatsby, right? Yeah, we rewatched it. Re-watched Nona was it. so inspired that she had a birthday party of the Great Gatsby where they rented out the Calicoon Theater and we watched uh, the film. And it, I, it's so genius as well, but it's such a timeless, wonderful New Yorky story. It's mm. like so good. And mm-hmm. Robert Redford. Oh, uh, uh, Robert Redford. But Leonardo DiCaprio mm. also. Oh, the Buzz Lerman. Sorry, the Buzz Yeah, Lerman. and, and Toby Maguire. Like, you know, I, I haven't thought about him for a while after post <laughs> Spider Man or whatever, right. but he's the perfect Nick. I mean, he's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. He's so good. In that film and Jay-Z's music direction I mean the whole thing right. so wait is this Great Gatsby going to Broadway that is the aim okay that is the aim interesting I just yes. want to remind you John you can't relive the past all right let's talk about the tree lighting let's talk about the farmer's market let's talk about everything is better in Barryville last night was really a gas, gas you guys gas. crushed it I'm going to say, Mike, you nailed it, too. And what I love about your performance always is that you are not afraid to change a lyric. You're like, oh, that's, that's the lyrics they wrote? Okay, well, I'm, I'd rather sing about Eldred and Berryville and you. And it's, I, I don't have the courage to do that, so major props. And Jeremy playing the harmonica, I also have to say, I wish we could have a recording play at the, like, at the end of this segment. You know what? It could happen. You guys, yeah, I think could it might happen. happen. Do it. it could happen. I also want to give uh, huge props to uh, Todd Anderson, who played at the beginning of what with I love the spiritual drums yeah. and just sort of set the vibe. You know, I, I I'm not anti-Christmas by any means, I'm, but I'm very pro peace and love and 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 one one love and 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 God bless everyone and bringing us together. And listen, I grew up in a Jewish household, so my mommy was definitely not kissing Santa. You know, she wasn't even, <laughs> she wasn't even kissing Oscar Mayer. Was, you know, a kosher household. You know, <laughs> uh, but there were no reindeer on my roof. There's no rocking around the Christmas tree, so it's a little weird for they me. They were out there. You Christmas just didn't songs. see them. <laughs> so to have something a little bit more spiritual and uh, ecumenical, if you will, I, I, I yeah. love that because that's the vibe of the holiday for me. Look, that was a year in the making. Last year after the show, mm. I saw Todd at the Oasis had just opened at that point, And he said how much he loved the show. And I said, I know you play that hand pan. Yeah. Will you do it next year? And he said, I don't know, maybe. And so I bugged him and he did it. And then he said it in rehearsal, he said, we did like a little rehearsal before the show, and he said, I've got this Viking horn. And I was like, yes, bring yes, the Viking yes. horn. <laughs> like, what Christmas tree lighting around America is kicking off with a Viking horn? Well, you know, uh-huh. it's very much like in the Jewish tradition, the shofar, the ram's horn. That's what and, he said. You know, and that's fantastic. That's a, it's a battle cry, but it's also a call to peace. Yes. And it was absolutely fantastic. I really, really, really liked it. Everything was great. And I want to also uh, give give praise to a more Christian note, perhaps, to Pastor Dave. Pastor the, Dave uh, was the United Methodist Church in Barryville, which is right down by our farmer's market. And his prayer was beautiful. I know. And Colin, we talked about this last night. But literally, when, when he was speaking and his message was just so pure and so beautiful, and then you guys started singing, I think there were so many weepy eyes in the crowd. I mean, it was such a special moment for our town and for the new direction of our town and the new breath of our town. I'm so excited. 
excited and and you guys just brought such beauty and joy to the to the evening and thank you well it was, it was so you're beautiful. welcome it was it was such a pleasure to be there and and it wasn't just the the crowd that was weeping it was funny because Aaron was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna cry during that song when we do it I'm like oh it's fine just massage your neck it'll be fine I'll be able to sing. Tips. and then when it started I started like welling up just looking out and seeing new friends old friends so many people the turnout was incredible and and again it was just such a beautiful message that he kind of but tell me the truth though Con, you can cry on cue it's part of your job. Sure. I can cry easier than I can laugh on cue. You know why? Wow. Because he's a warm wow. heart. Mm -hmm. not, be, not because mm -hmm. he's like a sap, because he's a warm heart. And he's got a lot to give. It's good. There it's was a good. moment where, at the before the show, Colin and I went behind the tree, backstage, if you will. Yeah. Behind the tree, we turned toward the river, and we were just going over some harmonies, some lyrics, like getting focused for the show. And then we both turned around at the same time. And like in that moment when we had been singing toward the river, I swear, like... Half again, like 100% more people showed up. We turned around and we were like, <gasps> we both were, there's a lot of people here. Yeah, it's a big deal. And they're going to keep listening and listening and listening because we partnered with WJFF for the past, I guess, four years or three years since the pandemic. And they are putting it out there for us on, on the regular. And a lot of people, I know this is like something they get great joy just driving around Sullivan County listening to your Christmas hits it's all season mm. long. It's so beautiful. It's no joke. I, I hear it all the time. Oh, I heard you on Jeff Radio. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Not to mention Sully and Pex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Heritage Radio for our friends all over the globe that don't get Radio Cat Skills. You can listen but, to these wonderful crooners later on in the show. But uh, let Last night was just one of those small town moments that are so perfect. And I'm going to watch the segue right over to the farmer's market because basically I'm drawing a straight line from our, our tree, which is by the river. Right? And you just walk down the river, you know, you know, a few hundred yards and you're at the, at, the, at the beautiful Methodist church. And right next to the church is the farmer's market. And there's not a Saturday when I'm not over there. At some point I'm standing in this place kind of between the church and, and the river and people are drinking cider and coffee and the band's playing. And I'm like, how much better could this get? You know, this is everything I ever wanted in small town life. Booze, food, kids, joy. Live music. <laughs> I mean, some of the best bands. We have gone and just been so blown away by the bands that you bring in. They're, it's, they're so good. Thanks, but really, there's just so much talent in the area. Yeah. It makes my job, if you even call it a job. It, it is a it job. Easy. You make it a job. Yeah. It's a full-time job, yeah. and Look, you're amazing at it. You know, and I have people beating my door down to play at the farmer's market mm. because they just love the vibe. I, everybody who leaves the market after playing music for the first time, they say something to me about, wow, what a special community this mm. is. I just can feel how much people appreciate what's going on here. And, I mean, as we know, that all comes from the farmers. That's why we started the market market to begin with, but we committed to making it a community meeting place as well. And none of us are farmers. So we're just like, how can we add more fun things to this? Yeah, exactly. So like, people yeah. will buy from our farmers. How can we just get ourselves up earlier and earlier for setup? <laughs> <laughs> okay, first There's of a all, bounce house coming 2024. How can we get a heavier picnic table to yeah, set up? Yeah, great. Perfect. Both of you guys look awesome in those orange safety vests when you're directing traffic. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know how Aaron and I, yeah, it all like stop, starts at the top. It's like, if you're in charge, get out in the middle of the road and, uh, and the, wave, your, wave your hands. You get a lot of respect <laughs> when you wear those things. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, you know, the people who volunteer at the farmer's market and all the farmers especially are really salt of the earth and it's such a good farmer's market. We've all been to a million farmer's markets, right. you know, out in the country, in Sullivan County, here and there, um, and, you know, every place north, south, and, you know, uh, middle West, of New York City. 
just you can of, go to a farmer's Union market Square. three days a week. Yeah. Um, you know, the weird thing is we, we knew uh, some of those people because they come to the farmer's market in Cobble Hill and Carol's, Carol Gardens where you know, I used to live once upon a time. It seems like a dream. I don't even remember that part of my life. Forget it. <laughs> don't relive the past, Mike. You can't relive the past. But you can. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> oh my God, that's a Gatsby thing. Uh-huh. I, 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 how, In case you didn't know. How, so so here, here's a real, a real serious question. How do we bring more people to the farmer's market? Um, and Because I, you know, personally... And we actually is, don't have more room for parking, so nobody else come, please. <laughs> Good marketing, John. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't come. It's, uh, it's real popular don't I, come i've been you know we're part of the heritage radio network and i've uh worked for heritage food for a long time we founded the station and i'm certainly part of, of this movement the slow food movement and i don't buy anything that says swift or purdue or smithfield on it ever i don't buy big ag i like to support local independent family farmers uh meat and agriculture that's grown locally and grown safely using old-fashioned methods uh and isn't jacked with hormones and chemicals and it's healthy and i think the myth is that it's so much more expensive that it's prohibitive to people and it's not true it's just simply not true yeah, it's not I, true and yeah go ahead Aaron. it's not true and i think we're so used to thinking like, how can I get the most for my money? Mm-hmm. So you go to a big box store and the, the iceberg lettuce is on sale, three heads for $5. Are you really going to eat three heads of iceberg <laughs> right, lettuce? Right. Are you going to, or is it and just what nutritional going to... value is in those three heads of uh, iceberg lettuce? Also? Right. It, it, it loses nutrition. As soon as it's picked is what I learned from the farmers. As soon as it's picked, it starts to lose nutrients. The, the stuff you're getting at the market on Saturday morning was picked on Friday night. It is the most nutritious version of that thing. And and maybe you're going to pay $5 for one head and you're, it's going to be a plentiful head of lettuce and you're not going to throw anything away. You're going to use it all. You're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be actually nutritious. And as a personal trainer, I'm going to say mm. that that's important to fuel your body with good stuff. And you feel that like when you're carrying, like we have our great little basket that we take and it's always like putting it in the car and you just look down you're like oh you're so beautiful like you know it's just that the food is it's just active and and looks so yummy and colorful and and it tastes better and it tastes better it tastes better just on like you know like boom it's right there it's at the end of your fork it tastes better Uh, a pork chop grown here in Sullivan County tastes better than one that was grown in North Carolina you know you know drowning in its own effluence it just does it's there and as as Patrick Martins would always say you have to look at like the the, uh, who's Patrick Martins he was the founder of Heritage Radio hey, hey. and Heritage Food and yeah. the founder of uh, co-founder of Slow Food USA and and a very famous food activist and um, reminds me a lot of you Johnny I've always said that you and Patrick have a lot I love him in, when in, I met him common like, this is this because is something you, you good. both <laughs> look at uh, life as an ongoing uh, art piece you know I mean life is performance art and you're both very powerful activists and I think you both uh, do good for your communities because you have no choice it's just the way you're hardwired I feel honored to be on Patrick's radio station <laughs> talking to all of you right now. It's very exciting. And the thing is, uh, well, what he would say, though, is, yeah, I know pork chops might be 99 cents or $2 at, at the supermarket because, you know, because it's insane because they, they grow 300 pigs, you know, in, in something, you know, the size, size of, of my bathroom. And, and, and it's horrible. And the conditions are hard. And they're jacked with chemicals. And they grow from little baby pigs to big adult pigs to be slaughtered in like 10 seconds because of all the drugs that they're being shot with. Whereas the price of a pork chop at the farmer's market reflects the true cost of the farming and whatever. But the truth is it's still only 5 or $6 a pound. So at the end of the day, it's only $2 a serving. 
And this it's is Christmas. And this is Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not prohibitive, and it's healthy, and it's tasty, and it's good, and it's supporting Sullivan County farmers. That's true. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what you did to make this town better, because you both had this like really long initiation kind of curve during the pandemic. Um, you know, Aaron, obviously, you were like one of the lead partners of the Victory Garden Project and really kicked that thing off, you know, when we didn't have access to produce because of food shortages and transportation and all the all the problems with the pandemic. And, and Colin, you, you know, uh, were forced to hang up your Broadway dancing shoes because, you know, it wasn't safe to be in a theater. And you brought your performance skills and artistry to DVAA and the Forestburg Playhouse. So I want to commend you both for, for giving all that you got to make this place better. Thank you. Thank you. And last night was, I, I just, I can't stop talking about it. It was so special. And Aaron, like your direct address as being a, a, a child of a military, um, you know, veteran is just, it was so beautiful and touching. And I think it means a lot to people in our community because we have a very strong military presence in, in our community, which you can see on when you drive up 55 in season, all the vets and all the wonderful people who defend and, and protect our, our, our country and our land. And so thank you for sharing that with everybody. It was really special. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, that song that we sang, it, it's a uh, Johnny Cash, June Carter Cash song that I had never heard before. And you were like, I really favorites. want you guys yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I learned it for this, which is odd because as a performer over the years, like we've learned every holiday song that there is, <laughs> but I didn't know that one. So I listened to it and I thought, what is this song about? Because it's got some lyrics in it that talk about not being able to spend Christmas together. And then it's so nice to be able to spend Christmas together. And I thought I, what just came up in me was like military families. There are so many people who are overseas right now that would love to be with their families. And I thought this is a great way to, to appreciate them and, and dedicate to them. It was an amazingly good choice of songs. And and then and then you know your mom is in Mexico writing about it, Colin. It was so I, I like almost cried when I saw it. She was like one of the first people to comment and say, "Hey, live from Mexico, this is beautiful." I was like so special. And it's you know it it can get thrown around as such like a cheesy thing, but the holiday spirit. But like really, what that does and what that means is you feel that you know exactly what that means. You know what that feels like, and it feels so good. And that and it's and it's contagious. And so like. And again, the the way that it was set up and that my mom was able to, to watch the broadcast in Mexico, you know, she's she's out in the Mexican countryside alone. That just brought Christmas into her or the holidays into her house like that. And it was just it's a, it's like a, people getting up and, and doing this beautiful tree lighting. It's amazing how your mom watched it in Mexico and I can't get a Zoom feed from Tom Hall and Eldred. Oh! <laughs> You right. went there, sucker. I always do and always will, Johnny. I'm holding your feet to the fire. Uh, before we go, I do want to make, though, my, my proposition to moving the Christmas songs away from the old canon that we've been hearing, like I said, in the in shopping malls. Oh, we're going to freak you out. You Aaron, know, and I ha- on, Aaron and I have big on, plans on, for next year. Again, we're scheming for next year. We're scheming for next year. We are coming for you and your traditions, well, Michael. Yeah, we hope Colin's <laughs> show closes so he can come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we don't want it to close. No, I'm going to get it in my contract. You're going to get a leave of absence. You need your swing in that now. We're we're, we're going in a different direction is usually what people say to me before they fire me. Okay, well, Michael, uh, (laughs) everything's better in Berryville is going in a new direction. (laughs) 
It has nothing to do with you. It's going to be great. All right, listen, I love you guys, and thank you so much for last night, for letting me be part of it. Uh, thanks to everybody, of course, in Barrowville and beyond who came out and, and made it amazing. We love you. Uh, we love you, Tana Highland. That was wonderful. And thank you for all the joy we saw in all the kids' eyes. Like, that's really, that's really the thing. My uh, Frank and Lou were talking about it. I know you guys looked out and made con eye contact with um, my little three-year-old friends, and they felt so they special. They were killer dance partners. They were my little dance partners. Yeah. Yeah, I, I also I mean, like kind of rewatched the broadcast this morning in bed as I was slowly waking up, and we had like some little kids dressed as elves behind us on stage. I didn't even know they were on on stage mm -hmm. with us. That was Margie. Like, these kids dancing around. Oh, that was Margie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever it was, thank you. It was a dream. It was a dream. Thank you guys again, and thanks for being here today. All thank right. you. All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Michael. All right, let's work on that menorah, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is supported by HRN business member Anton's, a cozy, nostalgic New York cafe and wine bar in the heart of the West Village. Anton's thoughtfully reimagines New York City's rich culinary history through comforting, eclectic American cuisine with deep European influences and a wine list 550 plus bottles deep, all within a warm and inviting space. Anton's supports HRN's creative educational reporting and storytelling that drives conversation to make the world a better, fairer, and more delicious place. Crazy like a daisy. We're oh back. My God. Can you dig it? I'm having such a good time. I feel like, you know, again, such a blessing here in Barryville, such abundance. And in. You the, got the spirit. Uh, I got, I'm taken by the spirit, Johnny. I feel the spirit in me, but, you know, it's only because I'm surrounded by so many big hearts and so many uh, kind and, and charitable and generous uh, people. We've made so many friends here in the very short time, the 21 years and dog years, that is, <laughs> that I've been here. Uh, I really do feel like I have a whole new family. You know, and. and everybody here is just a conduit to joy and, and excitement of the holiday season today. These I mean, are, it's really been a dream. These are these are good people. All right, here's the news. All right, ready? All right, here it is, the news and big news today with your host, John Pizzolatto. I'm John Pizzolatto, and this is the news to me. The election results are in, and they are official. Okay, tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> I'm the new supervisor. All right. Along with a lot of wonderful, Woo. wonderful people. I'm so excited. I'm going to be serving alongside Laura Burrell uh, for town council. Uh, my friend Matt McPhillips got named legislat legislator. Um, my friend Tom Migliorino is also going to be a new council person. My friend Joe Barnes is going to be the highway guy. There was a huge blue wave um, in Sullivan County. The legislature, once again, is under the control of the Democrats. But more importantly, we're all going to work together to make it a better place. We're going to stop um, battling each other for for petty power and things like that and we're just going to do good things for our town and I hope this happens nationally and around the world too. I hope people can see through their differences and just put the elections aside, put the battles aside and fight the war which is peace, love and harmony. And uh, you know John, it's, it's been said to create world peace you begin with inner peace. That's right. And we've always said this is the biggest small town podcast in the world and that Barryville was just just sort of like the tip of the spear for small towns everywhere and I really hope the fighting stops. It, it was, it's been nasty in this town. The election got, got ugly at one point uh, but it really is I, I do believe this um, is because of your, your big heart and your generosity and everyone recognized that is why you won by um, a pretty significant margin a lot of people came out I, is the largest uh, 
largest turnout in our history, right? 890 people voted. Yeah, and in modern times, they call like a, a modern landslide, you know, 56% and above. And we thankfully crossed that threshold, so it was very decisive. So there's nothing really to question or to, you know, to go about. So that's that's the good stuff is like we can all just move forward and, you know, cast our differences aside and work together. And, I, and I've heard your ideas. We've certainly, uh, you know, been speaking very often about Everything I hear coming out of you is always positive, but it's but it's been that way. I feel like I you've been. Be that. I think you've been accusing me of uh, becoming more conservative or stiff <laughs> since since elected. Well, I believe soft is the word I used. All right, fine, I'll take it. I'll take it. In uh, other news, <laughs> there uh, are there are battles that are raging uh, on with Airbnbs in town. Um, I don't know if you've seen the the. Uh, the front page of the River Reporter website chronicles an article about how they're going through the Airbnb permitting process in our town. And I think this is happening in a lot of small towns. I think that people are watching their neighbors go away and transient um, weekenders kind of come in and replace them. And, you know, in a small town like ours, it really cuts into the housing inventory if everything is a vacation rental. You know, I, we first started seeing it, you know, in Manhattan years ago. Uh, you know, our neighbors and our buildings were becoming more and more empty. And then New York made some, you know, pretty regulatory um, restrictions on Airbnbs. But the way our town is going about it right now at present, I'm not super comfortable with. They're basically making people stand up in a town board meeting and say, hey, I'm not home and I want to I want to rent my place out. And so here's my address and here's when you can find me not at home. And I, and I think that that's a little in question. But you know, I think there's got to be some restriction in place because we just don't have a lot of housing inventory for, for local families and people whose, you know, families grow larger and they're, they're getting, you know, sort of bought out of the program, which is which is a little upsetting. And how does it affect uh, local inns and, in, 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 uh, you know, like that part of the industry, I not the short term rental, but like what you do at the Stick It In, for I instance? I mean, I, I try to remove myself from that. I think that you know, at least for me and my friends, like there's a certain fatigue with going to an Airbnb because you like go stay at an Airbnb for the night. And then it's like, and here's your laundry list of all the things you have to do before you get charged or you get a bad review on Airbnb. You you have to like, you know, do the dishes, alphabetize their records. Uh, <laughs> and then you know, I live in fear of the nanny cam. Yeah, sanitize all the toys. <laughs> no, I stayed at a place in Palm Springs and they were like, can you tell your friend with the curly hair not to smoke outside? She has to go on the other okay, side that of is the so, fence. That is so scary. We and were so so terrified. I mean, we're like, where else are these cameras? You know, it's a little, it's a little daunting. And hotels are wonderful because you don't have to make up your exactly. Make your bed. Yeah, but please don't come and trash our rooms. But but yeah, come stay, enjoy, and then we'll clean up and get ready for the next guy. That's a it's a beautiful thing. Well, uh, at, at the very least, though, it does speak to the popularity of, of our area and our town that people do want to come here and they do want to come here uh, because we're surrounded by you know by, by trees and forest and and, and the river. I mean, there, I mean there's nothing you can't beat it you can't beat it with a stick I mean but you know there's there's beautiful places everywhere but let's let's respect those towns and and support you know local business and you know think about what it means to, to take all that inventory off the market all right let's just go back and recap one more one more time who won the election I did all right that's the news and good news indeed and I know everyone John is with me when I say to you Godspeed and uh, God bless you and great luck and wishing you the greatest success here in the town of Highland wait 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 what's that what's that sound can you hear that it's the Barryville Traffic Copter. Tiffany Diamond, can you hear us? Tiffany, what's going on? Hi, guys. It's Tiffany Diamond here in the Barryville Radio Traffic Helicopter. Congratulations, Johnny, on your victory for the town supervisor. Everyone is really excited. Hey, and I'm really excited about that new position, Traffic Czar. 
Well, it's officially the holiday season here. The big tree in the cul-de-sac looks real pretty from up here. Weatherman says we're gonna have a white Christmas. So give yourself extra time for travel, everybody. Stock up on firewood, fill the gas tank frequently, and prepare your car with supplies for winter emergencies, just in case you're stranded at the side of the road. You know, a heavy blanket, reflectors, flashlights, snacks, you always need snacks. I like Rice Krispie Treats. I found that if you use brown butter in the marshmallows, it really deepens the flavor. Don't forget the rainbow sprinkles. You gotta have the rainbow sprinkles. They are essential. Rainbow sprinkles make life worth living. Hey, hey, Tiffany, you know, Johnny and I, we love rainbow sprinkles. Why don't you uh, come visit us and uh, have a glass of cheer uh, with us down here? I'm sorry, Mike, I can't hear you. It's really loud in the helicopter. Have a safe and jolly Christmas, everyone. Peace and love to all. Over and out, Tiffany Diamond in the Berryville Radio Traffic Helicopter. You're listening to the Everything's Better in Berryville Christmas special. Now back to Mike and Johnny. Well, listen, uh, let's let's clean this up. Uh, here is a festive song from our Berryville Tree Lighting, live from the Berryville Tree Lighting uh, this past Saturday. All right, thanks, Johnny. Now just for you, especially for you, some Merry Christmas Blues Berryville style. You know, I like to think I put the oi in Ode to Joy. And this features, of course, a young man who's been making quite a name for himself, the Yulin Blues phenomenon, Jeremy Burrell. Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's relive the past one more time and going back, way back to Saturday night and the Barryville tree lighting. Can you dig it? Merry Christmas, baby. Everything is better, baby. Everything is better. 
what a what a show! I'm having too much fun. I mean, it's it's fun to have like the the Monteleone brothers in, and then Aaron and Colin in. I mean, come on. And I also notice someone drank all of our eggnog and whiskey. I think that was us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I, I love eggnog. Do you I'm notice like, none fashion. of our guests would take us up on it, and we literally <laughs> polished and, off and, the entire bottle of whiskey and, and the eggnog? Eggnog does split crowds. Some people don't get it because I don't know what they think it's gonna be like an omelet in a bottle or something. <laughs> it's melted ice cream, and then you put whiskey in it. It's the best. You know, I have to tell you, you, you really have to try my Aunt Betty's Brandy Slush, because in my family... Brandy Slush? On, on that, Christmas that's Eve... That's going to be my new stripper name. I, I mean, and it's a good one, <laughs> but I don't not suitable for my Aunt Betty, but Aunt Betty makes the best Brandy Slushes, and you alternate with the eggnog, and, and before you know it, you're asleep with a million family members around right you on the All couch. All right, Christmas with yep. the pizzolatos. Yeah, no, it's actually, it's actually the Scots in my Irish side, my Aunt Betty McCormick. Nonetheless, nonetheless, sounds like a party. you're more than welcome. Everybody's more than welcome. <laughs> but yeah, we got we got to get on the party train. We have all these uh, wonderful holiday parties coming up for the Berryville Chamber Party, the Sullivan Catskills Party, your Latka parties coming up. And let's not forget, yeah, it's Hanukkah is happening. We really haven't much talked about Hanukkah, the festival of lights. So uh, much love to all my Jewish friends and my friends who celebrate Kwanzaa, and anyone and anywhere all over the world who has peace and love in their hearts. One love. This show is all about peace and love. We That's, love you, and, and thank you, thank you for all your support. Can you believe? It's been uh, just over a year that we rode into town on horseback, and look at us now. Yeah, look at us now. <laughs> Thank you to Heritage Radio. Thank you to everybody out there, and have a wonderful, wonderful start to your holiday season. We love you all. We love you. Bye bye.
This show is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.